Good morning. This is the Misfit Vegan Podcast, episode 277. I got the numbers are getting tough <laughs> because sometimes I lose podcasts, sometimes I delete them, etc., etc. So let's move on. Today, I want to talk about you versus them. So, scenario. Somebody makes you something, one of your favorite meals, but it's not raw or it's not vegan or it's not healthy and they literally stayed up all night making it for you or they bought something for you or they got you a cup of coffee, they went out of their way to buy something for you that you no longer want. And in the past, you ate it or you drank it because you didn't want to make them feel bad. You didn't want them mad at you. You didn't want to offend them. You didn't want to let them down. But I want to ask you a question. What about you? Because when you say yes to someone else, you're saying no to yourself and you're letting yourself down. You're going to get mad at you. So either way, somebody's going to be mad at you, either them or you. So you're choosing for you to be mad at you because, hey, You've been mad at yourself for 20, 30, 40, 50 years. What's another day, right? The reality is, is that they're not going to be mad at you. Or maybe they will for a second if they petty, if they petty. But see, you have to retrain, just like you have to retrain your microbiome, you have to retrain your friends. You have to retrain your family. You have to retrain people. Because you, you've never really set your boundaries. So how are they supposed to know you're serious this time? So I want you to think about this next time you say no. Thank you. Sorry, somebody opened the door for me. Next time you say no to you and yes to someone else. What about you? What about your feelings? You're going to get mad at yourself so somebody else is not mad at you? Either way, somebody's mad at you. You might as well make it someone else. You know why? Because when you do what you know you want to do, when you make the decision you know you want to make, everything gets better. Your health, your skin, your body, your mood, your life, your relationships, your career, everything gets better when you start to take care of yourself and you start to trust yourself. A big part of being raw or vegan or healthy, whatever you want, a big part of it is learning how to trust yourself again. If you keep putting other people's feelings over your feelings, you'll never get there. It's so not about the food. It's so not about the food. It's about feeling comfortable letting people down. (laughs) It's about putting yourself first. You know how many times in the last 12 years I've had to let people down make people feel uncomfortable, make people feel, my best friend, my mom, my sister. Oh my God, one time y'all. And you know, I'll do anything for my sister. Anything except cross my own boundaries. I'll do anything for my sister. I would have done anything for my sister except let myself down. So let me tell you, 
I used to buy her vegan junk food all the time because, you know, I wanted to make her happy. And I also wanted to bribe her. The only way she would drink, like, green juice or celery juice or have any fruit. She hated fruit because she, she was very toxic. Since she was born, you know, she had radiation and chemotherapy at a very young age. She had a brain tumor. And she was on Synthroid and, um, oh, no, so many. I don't even know the names anymore. It's been so long. But a lot of Trileptol. Not Synthroid. My mom was on Synthroid. My sister was on Trileptol and a lot of seizure medications and her whole life. She was very, very, very toxic. So, of course, fruit did not appeal to her because fruit was going to cleanse it out. And her body, her parasites, her toxicity did not want to be cleansed. Her toxicity did not want fruit. So, I understood. Fruit was very, um, very disgusting to her. So basically, long story short is I would buy her vegan cupcakes or vegan uh, different little treats. And then I would bribe her into having the celery juice or the green smoothie or whatever it was, right? And I would say, I'll give you a cupcake after. And so one time, she, I bought her this like red velvet cupcake, I think it was, at, from By Chloe's in New York, if it's still open. Oh my God, they have everything in there vegan. It's amazing. I've never had anything, but my sister loved everything from there. So basically, I bought her these cupcakes, and she really, really, really loved the cupcake, and she wanted me to try it. She was like, Jeanette, it's so good. Will you have a bite with me? I want to share it with you. Like, she loved me, so she wanted to share it with me. And, you know, she's disabled, right? So, like, I don't blame her for anything, ever. She was a precious angel on earth. But she wanted to share the cupcake with me because she loved me. And I said, no, that's okay. And then she said, no, please, Jeanette, I want to share it with you. I love you. And I said, no, no, I want you to eat it. And she kept asking me, and eventually she started crying. She was like, I just want to share this with you. I love you so much. Why won't you take a bite of this cupcake? And she started crying. And it broke my heart. But, ladies and gentlemen... I can't hurt myself to please others, even the people I love. I loved my sister more than anything on earth, more than I loved myself. But I still had to stick to my own boundaries. Why? Because when you don't like yourself, life is miserable. When you're in a war with yourself, you don't even want to be alive. When you don't trust yourself, it's very depressing. So. I need you to, I tell you this story because I need you to start putting yourself first. And of course I apologized to my sister and I gave her hugs and kisses and we eventually, you know, she stopped crying of course. And we started, we danced and we, you know, we did other things besides eat the cupcake. She ate the cupcake and then we did other things. This was very early in my journey, but I, I was done. And see, my sister did not understand because, you know, she, First of all, she was disabled, but also she didn't have a food addiction. See, somebody doesn't have to be disabled to not understand somebody with a food addiction. So I knew that she didn't understand that if I took a bite of that cupcake, I wasn't going to be raw anymore. I was going to go right back to the deep, deep hole that I had been living in for 26 years, binging every single night, starving myself all day and binging all night. And I didn't want to do that anymore. I didn't want to be on drugs anymore. I didn't want to use food as my drug of choice anymore. I didn't want to be overweight anymore. I didn't want acne anymore. 
and I made a decision and a promise to myself. I wasn't going to do it anymore. I hit a rock bottom where I was suicidal and I said, I'll do anything to change. And if it takes eating a raw vegan diet, then that's what, it's go- then that's what I'm going to do. And that's what I did. And I had to keep my word to myself because if I had made my sister happy, I was going to make myself miserable. And you know what? She totally forgot about that. I actually reminded her one day of it. She, do- she didn't remember. You see? But you would have remembered if you would have taken a bite of that cupcake and ruined all your progress and gone right back to binging and fallen off your, your path. And now it's been 12 years later. I still remember that day. I still remember that moment where I was just like, am I doing this? Am I making the right decision? Because this feels really wrong. My sister just wants to share this cupcake with me. What is the big deal, Jeanette? But now I understand. It is a big deal. Because I'm not like everyone else, and you aren't either. If you have a food addiction, you can't just have one bite of something. There's nothing wrong with you. You're just different. And you have to make different decisions than most people. But let's be honest. Most people are food addicts. They just don't know it. Okay? I was talking to some friends the other day that... You know, they're not overweight and they don't have a, quote, food addiction, unquote, right? But, yeah, they do. Because they can't go a day without cooked food or processed foods or bread or or chocolate or coffee or whatever. So, we're all suffering from food addictions in one way or another. So, anyway, I'm at the beach now. And um, thank you for walking with me. So, I'm a little discombobulated because I just did a really intense workout with my course ladies. I did a workout with my course ladies and then I worked out for another 30 minutes on my own. And you know, after you work out, you're kinda like, whoa, wobbly, you know? And I didn't take time to stretch, I just went straight to the beach. So I like to sweat and then jump in the ocean. That's my reward. I used to reward myself with donuts. I used to have a coffee culotta and a donut every day for breakfast as my reward for just getting up. (laughs) Now, I work out. That's my coffee, jump in the ocean. That's my reward. You gotta find something, okay? Maybe your reward is listening to this podcast. Maybe your reward is dancing, putting on your favorite songs and dancing. Maybe your reward is getting a massage or getting your nails done or getting your, a pedicure. Maybe your reward is seeing a movie, watching Netflix later. Maybe your reward is doing art, going to an art class. I don't know. Maybe your reward is buying yourself a new fit Something, something you don't need, but you want. Find a reward that doesn't have to do with food. And think about what I said about making yourself proud and not being mad at yourself. Because in the beginning, when you're starting to change your boundaries, somebody's going to be mad at you. Just don't let it be you.